to play Warriors come out to Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in to the EWB Podcast. This is your host, Emil Wang, coming to you with a quarter-season check-in on the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors currently sit with a 14-13 and record, and I can't do a basketball episode without the Genio James layout. So, Mr. James, how are you today? Doing pretty good, man, for, uh, you know, coming off a hashtag Drumming. didn't lose by 20. <laughs> Uh, drubbing against the Nets. Yeah. So, <laughs> the funny thing was at the end of the third quarter, I was like, okay, we're, we're only down 26. Um, you know, just five threes in a row, and we would still be down by 11. Uh, yeah, this one's over. But, hey, as, as good fans should, I stuck to the end and watched us uh, get it within 17 in the final seconds. So, hey, we got a good team, right? I mean, it's literally the team is as good as the record. I feel like, you know, this is pretty much right where, you know, I think all of us. I so I, you know, a lot of the predictions had us maybe a little bit lower than where we are, but obviously with Steph's play recently, it's been um, you know keeping us kind of in the hunt, uh, you know, so to speak for um, the playoffs. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just this is how. This this is how this team is gonna be. I just they're not very good. They're not you know we have depth issues and you know it's just they're I just you know it's very clear that this is just gonna be a five hundred team. Yeah. You know without Clay. Yeah. Yeah. And there should there should be no surprises, which is why I'm shocked that there's calls for you know Steve Kerr's head or whatever. It's um, ridiculous. <laughs> certainly yeah. some surprises, uh, more so on the negative front. Um, Kelly Oubre starting the season two of forty from three point range was not a good thing. Um, but you know that's also balanced out by some very fortunate um, health. I think all in all, I think the Warriors have lucked out in terms of their health. Uh, not having Draymond uh, in uh, for the first four games of the season, yeah, that that hurts. And losing Wiseman for a week, uh, losing Looney for a week, yeah, that hurts too. But all things considered, I mean, you know, we this was the roster that we had going into the season, and we've more or less played with this roster. Uh, I I agree with you. This team is right where we're supposed to be at. Um, and we've had a good stroke of luck and health. So, you know what? There's there's nothing to complain about with the coaching. Um, we we could be better in certain aspects, but th- there are certainly some highlights. And of course, we got to start with Mr. Steph Curry. So, Steph is really playing to the level of his 2016 MVP season, his unanimous MVP season. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean all the. Now, obviously, this is over a much smaller sample size, but, you know, so far, the numbers are kind of trending in that same general uh, direction where, you know, he's shooting, you know, 30, well, 30 points a game and, you know, 50, 40, 90, you know, and then on, you know, um, I think like something like five made threes a game, um, you know, at like, you know, 43 to 45% accuracy. Right. I mean, this is basically the benchmark he set in his um, unanimous season, unanimous MVP season. So um, he's basically in the last like 20 or something games has been playing 
to that level after that kind of slow start. But yeah. you know, anybody that's kind of watched Steph before knows he's notoriously a slow start uh, to the season mm-hmm. kind of player. Especially so he since needs he was to kind of get off that rust. I mean, he played five yeah, games exactly. last year. It's completely expected, you know. And uh, now that he's got his rhythm back, it's like he's going to start uh, kind of dominating uh, the league. And but I mean, you know, obviously this whole team goes when when Steph is is rolling like you know we're still able to blow certain teams out because Steph has been so good yeah you know it's just like even his minutes when he's not on like you know in the early in the season the bench kind of held up better but in recent games it's slipped a lot um I think you know once Looney and and Wiseman went down and you know our bench kind of got thinned out a little bit and Wanamaker became uh you know a, a JV guy. basketball, yeah, <laughs> JV basketball player. Like, I'm out on Wanamaker, by the way. So, <laughs> if we have time, yeah, we can talk about the, who we're out on. But, yeah, bench is done. Like, it hasn't been good. Yeah, you know? and so this is an interesting discussion because I would say Steph most certainly should be in the MVP discussions. He um, should, and he would be taken a lot more seriously if we were a you know three or four seed. But I'll throw this question back to you. For us to be a three or four seed, it means that Kelly Oubre would have had to have been a lot better. Um, Wiggins, who I think has been great this season, would have would have had needed to be even better than he has been. Yeah. Now, if those two players were playing up to a much higher standard, and Draymond, who I, I think has been solid, if Draymond was scoring more, um, I don't think Steph would be having the same numbers he has now, which would mean that would he necessarily be in the MVP discussions because his stats wouldn't be as good. Um, I have thoughts on that, but I'll I'll throw that question to you first. I don't think so. I think a lot of those things are, you know, I think Steph will, would have now. I think if those guys played better, we would have, it would have led to more W's, but I don't know how much of Steph's, you know, would have his his numbers would have suffered and remember there's a lot of people who vote mvp based on just record so if you have an improved record already even if your stats come down a little bit people are just going to be like oh you know like they oh but he's leading them to a lot of wins right so it's like it just depends on what kind of like which camp you're in (laughs) in terms of like how you view mvp you know so it's like there's a lot of people that still like you know. There's a lot of talk of like Jokic, who's obviously having an MVP caliber season, but yeah, you know the, the Nuggets aren't that ours. much better. Yeah, the yeah. record's like the same as ours, mm-hmm. but then he's in the conversation and Steph isn't. So that's where I think a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of you know Warrior fans are kind of getting hung up on, and it's just like, yeah. yo, what the hell, man? Like <laughs> it's like the same. It's like the same thing, but you know, he's getting all the. You know, it is also Jokic has never won MVP, yeah, right? You know, so that's a two-time winner. Exactly. Yeah, it's the narrative, right? and, and and that the Nuggets are an up-and-coming team, whereas the the Warriors are clinging to you know what's what lights left in their sunset. Um, yeah. So there's there's a lot less to be to be won in, from a league narrative standpoint if 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 Steph is the MVP of a third team seed that has reached its ceiling. Um, because next year they're going to absolutely suck, which is which is all very possible. Um, I absolutely agree. It, you know, the, how the media and um, other people vote for the MVP is always kind of a crapshoot. 
record plays a big deal of it. Uh, it play, plays a big deal into it. The the narrative plays a big deal into it. Uh, I don't think the eye test actually plays a whole lot into it. Where you know. It, People really need to be watching the Warriors a lot to see the gravity that Steph pulls from um, from the other players, and you know we, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But just the open roles that we see with you know Juan Toscano Anderson, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney, um, Ubre Junior, yeah. yeah, like all these open roles that they get against you know subpar teams is, is just incredible because of Steph's gravity. So I, I would I would still think that Steph would be an MVP candidate, um, even if his numbers went down a little bit. And if you think about the Steve Nash MVP seasons, like, you know, in my mind, I was like, oh, he must have been averaging like 28 and 12 or something like no, that. No, no, like, not He was at like all. a 20 and 10 guy. Yeah, he was MVP 20 and 11, yeah. Yeah, with yeah, no he just defense. ran the offense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, certainly a case is to be made for Steph, uh, you know, among the other guys like LeBron, um, uh, uh, Sim, uh, not Simmons, uh, Embiid, Jokic, and, uh, you know, Giannis doesn't really have a shot at it. But uh, and, Yeah, his narrative run is up. Yeah. yeah. His his two-year narrative run is, yeah. is pretty much run his, up his, now. His playoff you know. flameouts have, uh, have put the nail in the coffin. Well, even even if they yeah. didn't, like, usually 3P is really hard because of the narrative issue. Right? right people and like the you know tendency of voters to kind of get like uh like voter fatigue yeah right like you just keep voting for the same guy it's like mm-hmm. why winning three is so different i mean it's why jordan was robbed of three peats you know with <laughs> well you don't, you right? don't think charles it, barkley was uh... i mean they were good that year but it's oh, like yeah. any year that jordan isn't mvp is a travesty you know it's uh-huh. like mm-hmm. you know it's like jesus man like you know malone that uh, he never won one so let's give it to carl malone and yeah. it's just like bro and then he got slaughtered in the finals. Like, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say slaughtered. At least they made the Bulls sweat a little bit. Um, and we yeah. saw that in the last dance for sure. But, yeah, I, I mean, it'll be an interesting year. And, you know, I, I most certainly agree that the Warriors have to be better for Steph to be taken seriously. So let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, how can the Warriors get better? Um, I feel like they've met expectations, um, maybe even a little bit more so. Then I thought I, I thought you know based on the the schedule that we've had, which has been a fairly tough schedule, um, we would have been a sub 500 team because we would have still been trying to figure it out. Uh, I think we've we've done okay, and I think there's certainly improvements on the horizon. Um, Ubre shooting better. Uh, we have another player in Juan Toscano Anderson that's actually contributing. We've given up on the Jordan Poole experiment. Um, you know, like there's so many things that are starting to fall into place, uh, with the exception of your boy Brad Wanamaker, because I just don't see who is a replacement for his minutes unless we call up Jay Lynn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that's the problem we're in, right? Like, who is even, you know, available that can give us good quality backup point guard minutes? Who's a yeah. legit playmaker and who can defend? Like, Wanamaker can do one thing right now. He can defend, yeah. like, solidly, right? Mm-hmm. But he can't do anything else. He's not a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, his three has completely fallen off a cliff. Yeah. Like, he's, like, shooting Ubre Jr., mm-hmm. like, first 20 games, like, mm-hmm. those kind of numbers. Yeah. Like, it's it's embarrassingly bad. And, you know, and he can't finish at the rim. I don't know if you have noticed. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just not a good finisher at the rim. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's like surprisingly bad. He is shooting 34% field goal and 23% from three oh this year. 
It's an, oh. I'm telling you, dude. It's like Uber Junior numbers. Yeah, and it's this ridiculous. was a dude who was supposed to shoot like forty percent from three. He shot forty percent. Like, yeah. Yeah. It. It's. It. It doesn't make sense. Excuse and, me. Thirty-six point three last year, and then first year in the league, forty-one percent. Right. Right. On low volume. But he's a low volume shooter, so it's like you know you need to if you're gonna take two, you need to make one, you know. Yeah. But then he can't make anything. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and I, I will I will fault him for that for not being good. But also that that bench unit, you know, you just always kind of hold your breath because if you threw the names out there, that bench unit, right? And, and I'll include Wiggins in there because that's just kind of how the rotation yeah. goes. Wiggins, Wanamaker, Bazemore, Damian Lee, and Pascal. Right now, um, that's certainly going to change once we get our big man death back. But Uber gets some of the minutes too in the in the bench. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll just re- guys moving around. And exactly, stuff, yeah. but that's more yeah. or less you know the the six guys yeah, that are those guys, be yeah. on the, be on the floor during the that second quarter first six, six minute stretch, and you hold your breath. I mean, none of those guys are great finishers at the rim except for Wiggins. Yeah, um, Pascal. EP, yeah. yeah, I mean yeah, Pascal yeah. when he gets space, but I think people are starting to figure him out. Well, he's underside. That's why. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and that's um, it's not. It's just not something that we can rely on. Which, you know, in the at the start of the season, it was hey, our starters suck. Um, now it's like, what are we going to do for those six minutes? And uh, I don't know what that solution is. I, I yes, get one one maker out of there, but. I don't think that would be our solution. I'm curious if you have any ideas of what Kerr should do. No, there there really isn't. Like, you know, I it's just short of you. Like, there's other adjustments to things like, you know, maybe shifting, you know, Steph's minutes. or But that same thing, that's like, unless you end up playing Steph more minutes, <laughs> like, <laughs> there's still the same amount of bench minutes, right? Yeah. So it's like, dude, at some point, you're just you're still going to have to trot out this team that is – you know, a G League team, basically, yeah. you know, on the second unit. So it's like with Wiggins, like a G League team with Andrew Wiggins and possibly Kelly Uber Jr. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just there's no way to really, you know, improve what, with what we have right now other than the players getting better or we pick up some, you know, replacement level players that are better than Brad Wanamaker, you know, yeah. or better than like, you know, you know, a Dame hasn't been playing well recently, no, you know, Dame Lee, hasn't. you know, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, it's like if these guys and he was playing well early, you know, in the season. So, you know, for him to kind of like slip a little bit, any sort of like slippage like that, EP slipping, Dane slipping, Wanamaker not living up to it. All these things, I think, like are contributing to the bench, like completely falling apart because those things were the, the margin for error was razor thin. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, yeah. it actually helped in the beginning of the season, you know, when. Uber was playing poorly, and the and the starters weren't really gelling yet, and Dr- Draymond was kind of getting back into shape and stuff, and we weren't really good. But bench really kind of mm-hmm. were able to come in and not blow leads, yeah. or maybe extend the lead by a couple of points when mm-hmm. Steph was out, you know, and that helped us like stay afloat. But mm-hmm. now that the starters are like gelling more, yeah. I do. And then EP got injured right mm-hmm. after that injury. He was sat out a couple of games, like he just hasn't looked like. Early season yeah. EP. He, he, he looked you know? okay tonight, but it was, it was more or less it was kind of garbage minute. Garbage time, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, so Wiseman is an interesting discussion, and, and I think we should probably wrap up this episode talking uh, about him for a couple minutes. Um, start of the season, first two games, he's getting a lot of hype, but 
really he he wasn't meshing well he was kind of getting in steps way a little bit um i don't want to say he was lost on defense but he was certainly learning his role on defense and uh, you know playing with starters and kerr eventually decided to bench him um which he had some pretty good showings coming off the bench for those couple of games before uh spraining his wrist where do you see him in the rotation for the rest of the season keeping in mind that there's kind of this balance of growth between or balance that we have to consider between his growth and also us needing to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, it depends on Looney's availability as well, you know, mm-hmm. cause Loon, you know, uh, I think if they were both healthy, then yeah, I think Kerr would go back to the, you know, Wiseman off the bench and, and Loon. And it's just like not having a big, just like, you know, obviously has, you know, some huge issues. We managed to kind of make it work and stuff, but I think ultimately, you know, developing Wiseman is still going to be critical. And you can already see that he's improved from the beginning of the year, like yeah. just from like 20 games. Yep. Like the way he plays defense positionally and he keeps his hands up and stuff like that, he's fouling less. Yeah. Like, you know, all of these things are just like very apparent. Like he is learning uh, quickly and he's like kind of adjusting to the speed of the game. You know, instead of just kind of relying on his like raw athleticism and like raw mm-hmm. like length and stuff like that, it's just like you just kind of learn, you know. And yeah. I think he'll continue to get better, but you know, it's just you know, I don't think we're going to be relying on you know him. Anything he gives us, I think is is going to be a huge bonus. But you know, you need some of those bench guys to really kind of go mm-hmm. back to what they were in the beginning of the season. Yeah. That's the only way we will be able to at least break away from being like a 500 team is like if everything starts meshing and the bench unit starts playing better, you know, otherwise, you know, this team is just going to finish 500, maybe a couple of games above, depending on how the schedule breaks out, you know, and it's just like, that's it, you know, but we've had a rough schedule in the beginning though. We really you know, have. So, it's it's yeah. been tough and we've, we, and we've taken some, some good games, you know, Lakers, Clippers. We have, yeah. Um, so you know, it was splitting the it, splitting that Texas road trip, I thought was was a little bit more impressive, and I think we get credit for uh, just because you know, th- like I didn't have a good feeling about this team, like you know, and let's put it this way: a 500 Warriors team in the past would not have split that Texas road trip. I don't care what the records say; I, I, I'm just looking at the players and personnel and the coaches on the other side. The Warriors would have come back to. To the Bay Area, one, one and three, three or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And the fact that we were able to squeak out two and two with two very convincing wins and two kind of tough losses in the last minute, I'll take that. That that shows a lot about this team. And I do think that this team, the, the team's record is exactly what I thought it would be. But I think this team is is actually better than I thought it would be. Um, still think it's going to be a six seed. Um, the West is surprisingly tops, good. Tops. Yeah, yeah, sixteen tops. Um, the West is surprisingly good. Jazz have blown people out of the water. Uh, Lakers, clubs are still looking really good. Uh, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, there's right now. There's a lot of uh, traffic in that. Uh, there's a lot of teams hovering around five hundred that we didn't think would. Right, like Rockets were surprisingly decent. Well, they've been. After they, Wood went they've down, kind they've of tumbled losing. a bit, yeah. but yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, you know, Grizzlies are kind of hanging around there. Kings are hanging around there. Um, it, it's going to be an interesting season, and hopefully, we'll get a little bit more separation as it goes on. Because I don't want us 
I don't want us in the play-in tournament, period. Um, but I certainly don't want us to be a, a 9 or 10 seed. Because even if we are the better team, winning two games straight in those kinds of, uh, those kinds of situations with the roster we have, I don't see it happening. Um, we take care of business against bad teams. Um, we lose to good teams uh, with a few exceptions. And then we split against mediocre teams. Like We have been very, very consistent in that aspect and the the stats would just tell us that if we were to go um go in a you know against another 500 team in a three game series where we had to win two of them where the other one only had to win one um i think numbers would tell us we would lose that so i'm hoping that this team pushes to make sure they're at least an eight seven or eight yeah yeah yeah, I don't want I, agree. Us, yeah. I don't want us uh, being okay with a nine and ten thinking that Steph's going to catch fire. Um, yeah, and, and that's the thing is because with Steph catching fire, all you need is one game. So that's why it's like seven or eight would be much more favorable, right? Because mm-hmm. you catch if, if Steph's rolling to end the season or something, and he gets into that play play in game, it's like all you need is one good Steph Steph shooting night, and then you're in. You know, mm-hmm. it's simple. You know, out of two games. So, but I mean, we'll we'll see the rest. I mean, there. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and uh, you know, we play the Hornets twice. We play the Cavs next. Mm-hmm. Uh, we play the Magic. You know, so we, there's some very beatable teams that we have to beat, but there's also tough teams. We're playing the Heat. Mm-hmm. You know, we play. Uh, you know, Knicks are no joke. You know, they're solid. Yeah. You know, Pacers. We gotta. You know, and then we're playing Lakers to end the first half of the season. We're playing Lakers. Uh, Blazers and Suns. So it's like you could easily go 0 and 3 there or yeah. 1 and 2, you yeah. know. So it's like, and they're all road games. So yeah. you, 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 is... you reading out that schedule makes me feel like that's a 500 stretch right there. Like we're going to be two games over 500 at best to go into this. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. Which this is... is like, I think by the first half of the season, you know. We're, we're probably going to be sitting right at 500, maybe one game above, if we pull off some of these extra Ws against mm-hmm. these, uh, you know, semi-okay teams, like win against the Knicks or something like that. See, mm-hmm. look, the last two games of the first half of the season is at Trailblazers, at Suns on a back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And then, like, GG. two days before that is Lakers. at Lakers. Yeah, You're just like, dude. This is very likely 0 and 3. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, like, we should just save our our uh, our manpower for that Blazers game and just concede the other two. I I'd be okay with that. Yeah, try to like win one or something, you know. <laughs> Sense. But yeah. yeah, it's 500 team, dude, you know. Yeah. And we we've, we've done I think we've uh, you know achieved as is you know did what we could and the team is they are who we thought they were. They were who we as, thought were. As that, <laughs> I forget it, Arizona As a Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Green or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, Dennis Green. Yeah. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. <laughs> well, regardless, it's, it makes for entertaining basketball to watch, and I've certainly been tuning in a hell of a lot more than I did last year. So that that's good enough for me and probably good enough for you didn't uh, want to Joe watch, Lico. You didn't watch the Jordan Poole rookie experience out there? <laughs> no, I tuned in for the Michael Mulder 10-day uh, contract experience. Was, oh, yeah, uh, the, uh, the Mulder 10 days. That's the, right. Yeah. Your Dragon Bender, the, the Dragon, Dragon Bender, Bender uh, <laughs> experience. 10 days, 10 days. Yeah. 10 days, I think. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Well, thanks for checking in. And um, you know, maybe we'll look to check in at the All-Star break or something. Well, hopefully we're talking when we're 500 as opposed to three games under 500. Yeah. Or, oh, or, or worse. If it's worse than that, yeah, then the dude. season's over. 
But uh, all right, man. Thanks for checking in. Talk to you later. All right.